The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon on this Friday afternoon. And folks, it is a very happy Friday after the president last night. What an incredible performance. Huge viewership. The media is having a full meltdown over last night. And last night, I believe that the president, his debate performance, which was A+, and I'm a tough grader, but I gave the president an A-plus last night. But folks, good afternoon, 12.06 on this Friday afternoon, October 23rd. Next week is the final full week. And then the countdown continues. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Preferred Towing. That's exactly right. Preferred Towing and Recovery, located in Lincoln. It's Mark and Christine. Mark, is the guy is just fantastic. He's everywhere. Those of you on Facebook Live know he was right there the other night offering his services as Juan was deep in the hood. Folks, how about there was another murder last night? How about somebody drove by and shot? It's like out of a movie as they were shooting a rap video last night in uh, South Providence. Sometime around 1230. There was a press briefing this morning. I could not. I had other things already planned. I could not go to that press briefing. We'll give you the latest. But preferred towing and recovery in Lincoln. Listen, they specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, and private property towing services. They've been doing it repossessions for over 30 years. They get the job done safely, securely. Preferred also buys older vintage cars. You know that thing that's sitting in your garage? You say, you know, someday I'm going to restore that thing. It's going to look beautiful. Well, instead, call Preferred Towing. They'll give you cash, cashish today, 401 725 8500. 401 725 8500. Preferred Towing. And online, preferredrecovery.com and they have a great Facebook page. Let me tell you about Mark. The guy's the real deal. He's out there just like me. Those of you know, the other night, uh, the protesters went one way. We thought they were going to go another way. Suddenly, where is Juan? Right? Where is Juan? Juan was in the thick, I was in the most dangerous 10 block radius in one of the most dangerous parts of the entire Northeast. Certainly in Providence. And just as we were like, someone's following us, who knows what's around the corner, suddenly, boom, preferred towing and recovery. Mark pulls up, Juan, how can I help you? That's what I'm talking about. 401-725-8500. Once again, now on this Friday, I'll bet at one point you thought you were going to have the time or you are going to uh, refurbish some old vintage car that's just been, and now you just, you haven't been able to restore it. Get cash for it. Let Mark do it. Folks, 401-725-8500. Check out the Facebook page, preferredrecovery.com. I want to say welcome into everybody on Facebook Live. Make sure you click the like button. Share that you're watching. And also, um, I want to also just uh, acknowledge, folks, there's, there's so many, there's a lot of news we're going to bring up to speed. Obviously, the situation with the debate was just phenomenal last night, and in so many different ways. We're going to hear from Giovanni Ferrosi. Gio's going to join me coming up at 1230, get his assessment analysis of it. We, we can only move forward. Last night, to me, obviously, President Trump, a lot of things working in his favor. As I said last hour, I like that format. 
I don't think the president felt well at the first debate. No one wants to say that, but I don't think he felt well. And I think that was one of the reasons why he was so irritable at that first debate. I just don't think he felt well. Last night, he felt great. He looks great. He was presidential. He was the president. Last night, you saw why he he was elected in the first place. He has really reignited, even as harsh as critics were saying, the ones that can't stand him were saying, well, he definitely stopped the bleeding tonight, which means they couldn't believe how well he did. Folks, he is President Trump without question. I mean, that is, that's not an accident. That is divine intervention. This is the ultimate. We have God on our side who could be against us. That, that was not an accident that the, president, that the president was able to handle himself that way. And the more that Biden went on, Joe Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden showed that he clearly is not up to the task. And there are also developments on the whistleblower with that that we're going to get into. But if you are a Trump supporter, and right now at 11 minutes past 12, if you're a Trump supporter, and there are plenty who are not, and I'll tell you, the ones that really annoy me are like the never Trumpers, the people that they don't want to come out and say it, but, you know, like uh, they, they just they claim, oh, you know, it's just this or that. They just don't like them, you know, and whether it's like Arlene Violet or whether it's, um, you know, Mitt Romney or just, you know, some of the others that are always been knocking him the entire time. Pork Boy, Dan Pork, that show that is over down the dial. There is no pulse at all. If that was a television show, it'd be canceled. If that was a, you know, the ref would call the fight if it was a boxing match. Last night, if you're a Trump supporter, a lot of reasons to feel good. And, and Biden did himself some damage last night as much as they don't want to admit it and how it's going to play in the battleground states. Speaking of God, on the website, DePetro.com, and I'm going to touch on that. Click through Just Angels, Gift from the Heart. JustAngelsOnline.com. These are beautiful custom religious items, and you can order them for yourself, for, for a pet, for a loved one. Just Angels, gifts from the heart. Log on at DePetro.com, and I'm going to touch on the stories there. I want to get to some of the highlights last night, though, play you some of the sound. It was just tremendous. And then I'm also going to touch on, now listen, between now and 2 o'clock, the situation in Providence is not going away. The situation and, and what is, is happening and what it's, it's really being put fully on display is there's different facets to this. But the Cranston police, the Cranston police, oh, wow, I'm seeing Channel 6 as part of the music video that was captured around 930. Providence police say Dante Mann shot and killed on Gallup Street who's choosing a music video. Part of the music video was captured around 930. This was recorded two hours before. Car drove by and fired shots. Let me just play a little bit of a boy. Look at those dance moves. Who want to join the line? Hey! Who want to join the live? Who want to join D Man Live? D Man Live. Wait a minute. D Man Live. He's the one in the red hat. That's what he's known as a rapper. D Man. So it's Dante Mann, known as D-Man. That's like Daniel DePietro. Now also, Ted Nisi's tweeting out fireworks from the first moments of the debate between um, Barbara Ann Fenton Fung and Nick Mattiello. I'm going to play some of that coming up. I'm going to play that, folks. We have a lot to get to between now and 2 o'clock, bring you up to speed. 
Boy, that another shooting. There was a drive-by shooting at the rap video last night. And they don't know who did it. They don't know motive. They really don't know anything about it. Um, but I want to get with um, some of the highlights last night with the, the president. How about Megyn Kelly tweeted out, here is President Trump saying, thank you, Megyn. Megyn Kelly tweeted out, Trump won this debate handily. Biden wasn't a force at all. Trump was substantive, on point, well-tempered, definitely helped himself when it mattered most. Megyn Kelly, think of her. Wow. Holy cow, folks. It, it is just so tremendous. Now, what is the um, what is the, the media trying to say? Oh, everyone's already voted. No story here. Everyone's already voted. Nope. Looks like it's over. So let me, uh, this is Ari Fleischer, some of the reaction to President Trump last night. I think there were three things that the president did tonight really strong. Number one, he established an overarching theme. An outsider with results versus the ultimate insider, typical politician who has yep. no results and keeps moving left. That's right. That's a great theme to keep working on. Two, he went beyond the base. Criminal justice reform has appealed to African Americans. The president made a very cogent case of all the things that he has done and delivered for the black community and did so with substance and he came back to criminal justice reform a very big issue and the third thing was where he typically plays defense on covid the president had the best line of the night where the president said we have to learn to live with the virus that's right biden said we have to learn to die with the virus the american people are going to side with president trump on this one so what does that sound like folks that was ari flesher by the way he was just uh, terrific who does that sound like? It sounds like Governor Mundo. We're learning to live with the virus. Where President Trump was very effective last night. And again, good afternoon. It's 1216. It's John DePietro. I feel great about the president's chances after last night. Like, folks, believe me, it, it wears on you. You hear about all the polls. You see everything. You can't ignore everything. Uh, I, some of the people that are saying this is going to be a landslide. I, I completely disagree with that. I think you're being almost delusional. This is going to be a tight, tight election. And the president knows that. Can't ignore everything. But the Biden is living in the past. Biden last night, and I don't know why the media hasn't picked up on more of that more. He's like, you know, restaurants should set up plexiglass and stores should set up plexiglass. Yeah, they started doing that back in April. They've been doing that since May. This is the end of October. See, he doesn't know. He's been locked in the basement for crying out loud. He said, oh, yeah, no one should go back to school. No one day. What are you talking about? We've already learned the schools are not super spreaders. Children are safer in school. And most importantly, as Donna Perry said, if I can quote her, who's terrific, by the way, thumbs up on Facebook Live for DJ every uh, Tuesday from the Sun Chronicle, is that there's no children that stay home distance learning, testing positive. No difference between that and kids going to school testing positive. Therefore, thereby, children should be in the classroom. And there's less depression, there's less mental health, and they're learning better in person. So Biden, he doesn't know. He is absolutely living in the past. When I say the past, I mean, he's behind, he's way behind. He is Rip Van Winkle, as I was mentioning last hour. What are you kidding? And no, of course, they're not going to call him on it. Of course, they're not going to call him on it. All right, speaking of being healthy, I want to remind you folks, it's My Health in Cumberland, 1099 Menden Road. Stop in and see Marie. 
right across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland at that old white church. Call Marie, 401-305-3585. You have vitamins, herbal remedies. Pop in, shop local. Maybe there's something that you're ordering online, but instead you could help a local business. I'm asking you to support our friend Marie. It's my health. She also carries the incredible antioxidant acai berry. Over 250 bulk herbs, seeds, and spices, hemp and CBD products. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. This is Jake Tapper last night. How about the discussion on CNN, NBC? I actually had it on NBC. And Savannah Guthrie, I can't say it, Chuck Todd, they were shocked. They, they were thrown at how good the president was last night. Was the most and 250 million people saw it. When Trump confronted him with the question of, you've been in politics for 47 yeah. years, you were vice president for eight years, why didn't you do that then? Mm-hmm. I thought that was yeah. the most effective thing that Trump did uh, this evening. And that, that is an excellent point. That is Jake Tapper, no fan of the White House. And I think when President Trump was saying, Joe, where have you been? What do you mean now you're going to go and do these things? You had eight years with President Obama to do them. You didn't do it. So you didn't do it, Joe. Now, here is a Trump supporter in Maine leaning towards Biden. Now, instead, how about Biden wants to get rid of oil? I'm for fracking. And at the very end of the debate, he says, I'm going to get rid of uh, fracking and we're going to get rid of oil. You can't just, he said, with, by 2025, we're going to be independent of oil that's impossible so were you I mean, where when, when it comes to them to you're saying being undecided were you were you clearly that up until last night or were you giving both gentlemen a shot as far as who was going to get your support totally for donald trump you know pedro i went in leaning toward joe biden i'm really leaning toward donald trump right now he keeps bringing up uh you know i'm joe for- how about that and texas in play texas in play Biden pledged to destroy the U.S. fossil fuel industry last night and millions of American energy jobs. Folks, we can't afford Joe Biden. We can't afford him. No, not at all. No, I don't know who was thinking that. I again want to remind you, we want to stay healthy. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, 305-3585. They also have... Why not this weekend? Treat yourself. Call them. Stop in. Massage therapy. Very relaxing. Maybe in the summertime you used to take a, go on vacation and treat yourself to a nice massage. And then you didn't go away this summer. Well, how about a nice massage therapy? Or they also have the reflexologist. And it's all at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, if I sound giddy, I am. I mean, that was just tremendous last night. And the president is on a roll. And I also want to mention, uh, for breakfast, I had one of the uh, Trump chocolate donuts from Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Have you popped in there yet? Stop in. Show your support. Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right next to AAA. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And they have delicious uh, Trump cupcakes, Trump donuts, Trump soda. Ron and uh, Melissa, the great Facebook page, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, sandwiches, sausage and pepper, and free coffee for police and military. All right, let's go back to some of the highlights last night. This is um, the thing about destroying the U.S. fossil fuel industry last night. Folks, even Maggie Haberman of the New York Times admits that that is a problem for Biden. Let's hear that. That may have been a misstep, Maggie, for Joe Biden. At least the Trump campaign thinks it is. So listen to this. 
I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would transition. That is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But That's you can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry, I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. What did that moment mean, Maggie? <laughs> Look, that was, I was going to point to that moment um, a few seconds ago. That was a moment that I think that Joe Biden might end up regretting, depending on, you know, whether people believe that there is still enough time to, to suffer anything in this race. But I think that the Trump campaign already from the folks I've heard from pointing to that moment as something they hope to highlight in places like Ohio and Pennsylvania, where places where this might resonate with voters. They think that it was an unforced error and that it is part of why they have been trying to force attention on Biden and what he will do in the coming years. Now, that is huge. And also Texas. She doesn't mention Texas. Folks, I can't you can't um, underestimate just how big that was last night for Biden to say that. But I want to point out what is so important. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1223. It's John DePietro on this Friday, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. DePietro.com brought to you by, uh, don't forget, at the website, DePietro.com, which is uh, brought to you by Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Folks, stop in. I am asking Every listener, stop in and get yourself pepper spray, all sizes, but especially for the women out there. Listen, we're listing on, we're living in unrest, and not everyone has a weapon. And unfortunately, right now, even if you want to get a gun, it's tough to get a gun with the delay and try to find it. But you can also, at Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, they are online. If you go to thepetro.com, it links right through to their website, but they have pepper spray and you can put it right in your keychain and a burst of pepper spray that's all you need at a perpetrator if someone's coming after you that's all you need to then escape they also by the way they have body armor food storage um bug out bags unique in rhode island it's it's just tremendous it's surplus provisions pontiac avenue in cranston and proud sponsors of tweetro.com all right geo's going to join us the fact is, Biden is exactly what, what we need is a third debate. I wish we could. I don't want to harp on it too much because we can't control it and the Biden people won't agree to it. But the more he talks, the more he's unsure. And those are very important in Pennsylvania. Biden talking about getting rid of oil. Now, I'm already saying Kamala Harris is trying to come out and say, like, they're trying to do damage control. Biden was exhausted at the end of that. He is not up for it. President Trump, that was very significant. And the other thing about last night was, and I I understand we're jaded because we don't have anyone in elected office here that is supporting him. And let me go even farther on this Friday, folks. Let's just be honest, okay? I'm, I'm just being objective here. I'm the only one in the media that supports him. When I go, when I cover the Governor Mundo press briefings, I... I'm the only one in the audience that is not snickering. The rest of the media, they make condescending remarks about President Trump. They all tell the governor, we support you. It's tough to get an accurate depiction of the race based in Rhode Island. Because, and also when I'm there, they also, they, they support the protesters. They're against the police. They're for Biden. They love Ramundo. They all worship Ramundo. They love Cicilline. There's a reporter for Channel 10. 
who then tells oh tells Cicilline, you're the greatest. There's a reporter from the Journal tells uh, first of all there's a, there's an activist protester who's a writer at the Journal. If you want to really, I I know and folks, so many of you have been so complimentary, but it's not your imagination. Right at the top of DePetro.com, we say support real news, support DePetro.com. You, you first of all, you have the story that Shannon, uh, because of me, and in the Cranston Police report, they have they're going to use the John DePetro Facebook Live video to prosecute Shannon Curlin. She is Miss Antifa. She is an anarchist. She has been a thorn in the side of law enforcement like you can't imagine. This, a providence, uh, not a providence, a police officer told me that this rivals like me filming and they're going to use that and she may get disbarred as a lawyer. This is like a major equivalent of taking down like, a, a you know, Baghdadi or some someone on the other side who is just pure evil. But the Providence Journal has this story. Madeline List. This is an embarrassment. And they have this story where there's this Jalon Butler who was arrested and he claimed he was having a seizure. And the family doesn't understand why, you know, and the, the, they, they quote his mother and they have the mother of his children and the poor guys in the hospital. And no one can figure out why he can't have any visitors. They, Providence Journal, this Madeline List, is she a, a protester? Is she an activist? We know she's anti-police. She leaves out of the story. Folks, read it to Petro.com. I am so proud of the story that our stat that we did on that on the website. You know, that guy, felony assault, uh, felony burglary, uh, domestic assault. The, the guy has an arrest record like the jacket is an inch thick. And they completely leave that out of the Providence Journal. The reason why no one could visit him in the hospital is because he had an outstanding warrant. And if you have an outstanding warrant, the rule is no matter who you are, you don't get visitors in the hospital. But the Providence Journal, this Madeline List, she was trying to mislead the story that, well, the reason why he can't have visitors is because his cousin, his cousin is Jamal Gonzalez, and he's black, and he was protesting. That's why he can't have visitors. Wrong. He had an outstanding warrant. They leave out his criminal record, and then they sneak in the little line about that. What an absolute joke. This is disgraceful. And I have that, you know, they're glamorizing a criminal. The mother, oh, he's a good father. He's a good son. He's a good uh, friend. What? I, I don't think the felony assault person felt that way. Domestic assault. Last year. Ridiculous. That Madeline List, folks, she is. Pick a side. You know, she's another Al Jazeera. And then, of course, the uh, the video goes on. But I love, in the Cranston Police Report, they have John DePietro Facebook Live. They're using that footage against this Shanna Curlin. Folks, it, if there's a hell, she's there. If there is a hell, she's there. I mean, and, and read some of her quotes. I mean, she is violent. She is vile. She is, you know, every brick you throw at a policeman today is building uh, whatever they liberation tomorrow. She's she I think she was wearing a shirt. Communist lawyer. These people are crazy. Thank God for the Cranston police. And because of your support and help, we were there covering it. See, this is why they don't want me there because they wouldn't have. The, the other side was putting out that the police grabbed her off the sidewalk and arrested her for no reason. But the Cranston police say, no, we have footage of it. 
We have footage of her arrest, why we arrested her, spitting at the police officers. And in this day and age of COVID, she could have it. And the way, where do we get the footage? Because then the Antifa people, the anti-police people were saying, well, what do you mean? What You don't have any footage. We have the footage of it. Then it doesn't show that. They said, oh, no, no, excuse me. We have the John DePietro Facebook Live footage. He was right there. And then they freaked. Folks, joining us right now, I am very anxious. And I was following him last night on social media. Um, he uh, needs little interest. Production, but he is a Rhode Island success story, and I'm very anxious to hear his thoughts on the debate last night. And it's our friend Giovanni Ferrosi. Good afternoon, Gio. Hey, good afternoon, John. Good afternoon to everyone who's uh, listening in to your great program. Thank you, Gio. I am I can't wait. I saw some of your posts. I don't want to steal your thunder. What do you think last night of the debate? I thought that. Uh First off, uh, we need to acknowledge that, for once, uh, the moderator uh, was not a pro-Biden, pro-Democrat, pro-liberal, whatever you want to call it, um, attack mode uh, against Trump style. All that was out the door. So the moderator ended up doing a, a very good job, in my opinion, a decent job. And frankly, I think that's a direct result of the Trump campaign putting her on her toes, uh, leading up to it. You know, identifying up front, hey, she has Democrat roots. Her parents give to Joe Biden. Her parents support the Democrat Party. She has pictures in the White House for celebrating Christmas with the Obamas. You know, all of those things are important. When it came to the other debates, we always got that information after the fact. You know, after the fact, we found out Samantha Guthrie's husband, you know, works with Al Gore and, you know, XYZ and all this other stuff and all the craziness that, that ties into this very incestuous world of, uh, of media that uh, typically would attack the conservative candidate and in particular uh, President Trump uh, over the last uh, however many years. So I thought that right off the bat uh, was, a, was a big difference. Uh, and then when you have an even playing field, some things that came right across was uh, sort of the slow nature of Joe Biden um, then when he was, you know, called out on some of the things that he didn't want to talk about, in particular some of the newer stuff, uh, his subjectivity particularly tied to him potentially uh, with China and all of the other stuff and the money grabs that, that his family loves to do. Uh, all of those things uh, I wrote, and a friend of mine frankly gave me the line, it was smiles equals lies. Hmm. And so when you, when you looked at that, that particular post that I put up, by far had, uh, you know, the greatest amount of activity. Uh, people sensed it right away. And, and you know what's funny? I always say this, uh, especially with the, the female uh, crowd, you know, the, the followers I have, uh, friends, uh, you know, people who follow what I write, they're like the first one to acknowledge all that. They're like, uh-huh, yep, boom, this guy totally lying, you know, and, and, and um, they get it, you know, people get it. Um, I thought overall, uh, the camp, you know, the, the debate, if you look at the way the campaigns came into it, um, people love to say that conservatives, uh, in particular, uh, with what had gone on with riots and everything, that we had the fair message. Uh, that's not true. Because if you listen to the debate last night, the, the guy who had the fear message was Biden. That's right. The guy who had the hope, the guy who had the hope message was Trump. So who's playing to fear and who's playing to hope? And so again, honestly, breaking it down, Trump is definitely by far the candidate who's giving us, you know, great hope that we're going to move on uh, in this 
2020, you know, the craziness that we've been through. The other thing is, um, you know, and this I think is the most important decision uh, or factor, and that is one guy will shut down the country, one guy will open it up or continue to open it up. So if you want to shut it down, you vote Biden. If you want to open it up, you vote Trump. So that in and of itself, I could care less if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever whatever your background is, whatever your socioeconomic, what kind of life do you want? Um, I'm down in Florida right now. I, I kind of defaulted here to care of my mother and, you know, while, while we're going through this. And I have to tell you, I, I live an open life, right? So down here, it's, you know, people are smart. They're, they're following rules. They put masks on. They're doing things they want to do, all voluntary. Um, you know, you got to know who you're talking to. If I'm talking to my mother, it's one way. If I'm talking to, you know, a younger group, it's a different way. If I'm at one place and I don't know what I just touched or not, I'm going to go wash my hands twice. You know, all just common sense stuff, but it's completely open. There's no lockdown. And, and I think that in the, you know, vacuum that you have up in the Northeast, in particular in Rhode Island, it's almost like, you know how you have these uh, tribes that they find like 150 years later in the middle of Brazil or whatever? And yeah. Like, these people have never seen the real world. Yeah, or, or after, Geo, after World War II, remember they'd find some of the Japanese soldiers still on some of those islands of the Pacific. They didn't know the war ended. You know, I, I'm trying not to laugh and I smile only because I don't want to cry. Um, the reality is that's what I feel it's like following my family and everybody and my friends and, and everybody in, in Rhode Island. It's like, you guys don't understand yeah. what the rest of the world is like. Like, you're the only ones doing what you're doing. It's weird. It's like, it's crazy. And so, you know, um, that said, uh, the other kind of big points I would just want to make is uh, I don't, you know, I believe strongly that the media is protecting uh, Biden at this point. They just want to get him to the finish line. Uh, they're, they're huddled around him in a protection mode. They, you know, shoved him in a basement. They're going to do all the blocking and tackling to try and, you know, defend till November 3rd. And so what you now have is you have a situation where they're saying there was no knockout punch last night when there clearly was. Wow. Joe Biden said he will eliminate oil. So if you take that and you tell people in Pennsylvania and you tell people in Ohio and and in uh, Texas and uh, even up to Michigan, because you know you need jobs that that you know motorized activity. They're, they're, every every um, you know manufacturing job there relies on it. Um, if you tell people that uh, and they realize that that this guy is going to absolutely eliminate the oil industry, then that is a knockout punch. The the clear states that are important and are in play will go Trump's way. And so, you know, in essence, uh, I think that last night um, we needed to see Trump be, you know, very uh, straightforward with the American people. He sounded extremely intelligent, very well uh, spoken with, you know, knowledge of every and all uh, topics that were thrown his way. Uh, With Biden, I saw, you know, a smile when it came to denying anything. There was no denial. He just smiled. And then he said he would eliminate oil. He said he would shut down this country. So I don't know how you vote for that. I just don't know how you do it. And um, and I hope people don't do it. The problem is we do have 48 million people who have already voted. Right. And so it's, um, you know, I do think it'll be the great hijacking of, of our society. 
uh, if in fact he wins and it comes down to those early votes. Gio, you know what I want to touch on? And again, folks, with us is Giovanni Ferrosi, and I I really appreciate his perspective, and I respect his perspective. And and Gio has good insight and makes very, very knowledgeable uh, points. You you point out something, Gio. This is one of the downsides that whether it's Nelly Gorbia or some of the others ever point out is there are people right now who could be saying, oh, my God, I already mailed in my ballot for Biden, my ballot, and I, I want to take back my vote. I'll give credit, Ken Block, I don't agree with him and everything, and I know he's an anti-Trump person, but he has always said one of the problems with the early voting is because there are people that may change their mind at the last minute, and you eliminate, you, you cut short, you, you know, you've run a campaign, you've seen people, uh, people ask for advice on campaigns, and, and, and I'll give credit, there are people like Ken Block that have said it's almost like ending a football game or ending a baseball game at the end of the seventh inning, you you still have time to go. And when you do early voting and push that, you know, it's almost as if, Gio, they were afraid that people might change their mind and want to vote for President Trump. And that's why they were pushing so much on the early voting. That and also when it comes to, you know, the apparatus, you know, the, the, the Democratic apparatus, don't, don't ever get confused, is a much more structured get out the vote apparatus when it comes to shut-ins, um, you know, people who need assistance in voting, you know, neighborhoods that, you know, uh, they would have influence on, etc. It's not, you know, come at me with the media and message and all of that to get my vote. And so they, they did do that purposely, and they have done it. And um, what you pointed out with the early voting is, in fact, 100% accurate because, see, I don't care if you're done with your exam early and you know all the answers. You can go and, you know, we're all still sitting there for the hour. Right. And you can go up there and, you know, hand it in or not hand it in or whatever. you got to sit there for the hour until, you know, it's done. And that's it. And, and right now you have a situation where you can, you know, ask yourself if you're just a, a, an honest person, you know, ask yourself, why did I watch the debate last night? So if you already voted, which I understand many have, my own family has here, they've dropped off five ballots last week, you know, whatever they needed to do. But the reality is, why are you watching? Yes. So let's at least adjust how we do this. If you're going to have early voting, then let's have debates in July. You know what I mean? Let's have every, like, you, you can't, right. you can't have functions of the system that are post facto. Yeah. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't work, <laughs> you know, because you cannot take it back. So that's, that's my issue with the early voting is that, you know, all of the pieces I need aren't in place. So someone could say, you know, so as opposed to when I, you know, I give different analogies, but it's the same thing. Like if I say, hey, you know, I, I really, uh, I'll give you an example. I, I was uh, one of the last early commissioned officers in the United States Army. They got rid of the program because people used to, um, get commissioned and then go on active duty and they never graduated college, okay? So I was commissioned when I was 20 years old. Hmm. But I had a freshman rule. I could not take military 300 level or 400 level science my freshman year. I had to wait. Yep. So I, you know, the earliest I could get commissioned was the end of my junior year. So again, they, they have a structure. Same thing here. You need to vote, early vote, that's fine. But then let's have the clear debates. Let's have all this. But, you know, one of the, the other posts that I had last night that was extremely funny, and I think people loved it, was, you know, 
when he when when uh, Trump you know basically said to, to Biden uh, he was talking about you know where he's been uh, and, he, and he basically said he has this thing about living in the basement. Yes, that was a great line. <laughs> but it's true. It's true on like all levels, right? On the executive level, it's like okay, well, what are you going to hide? Or are you going to come out in front of the troops? Right. Like, think of it just from a leadership perspective. Yep. Then on a personal level, I'll never forget. My parents helped my brother buy his first house because they couldn't picture him living in somebody else's basement. They're like, hmm. really? We came to the United States to start to work our ass off for 30 years, and then you're going to go get your first apartment after you get married and live in somebody's basement? Hmm. Like, what is going on here? Right. Like, like they could have, like, reconcile it, you know? And it, it, don't get me wrong. We've all done, you know, different things we've needed to do. But the point is, that isn't a goal you aspire for, is to go into a basement. And so just think of it from a leadership perspective, imagery, being out front, leading. What is this guy going to do, meaning Biden? He's going to hide in a basement. Yeah. He's going to tell you to stay home. He's going to shut your, your business down. And let me tell you, you want to see some of the biggest reactions? This is when I know he really hits home. Is when my sister-in-law reacts. Hmm. So we're watching. Keep in mind, my brother and my sister-in-law run an optical center, right? They make eyeglasses, contacts, all that stuff they sell, right? They're the original. Uh, my brother founded Ferocious Size Optical in 1987. But they're here in Orlando. They have an optical shop. Yep. And... They've invested in the plexiglass, in the stickers, you know, arrows. They, they have cleaning systems. They've done everything they've been asked to do. So the minute Biden started rattling off, well, no, I'm going to fix things. I'm going to tell people to put plexiglass off of its own, put a mask on. It's like she literally screamed at me like, what do you think we're doing? <laughs> like everybody's already doing that. Uh, so especially your restaurants, et cetera, what does this guy want you to do if you're already at 50% capacity? Or does he want you just to like, have two tables? Does he not comprehend that you cannot stay in business? So it's just that, um, you know, it's at a point now where I think it's a singular, singular decision. Do you want the country open? Do you want it closed? If you want it shut down, Biden. you want it open, Trump. And the mother is, in, uh, you know, what do they say is... Uh, 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 necessitates, uh, um, you know, uh, what is it, uh, in the, uh, the mother of invention, right? Oh, necessity is the mother of all invention, yes. Right, right. So think about it. If we have an open society right now, which we should on all fronts, you are going to adjust accordingly for your family, for your business, for everything, right? It's going to force it. And so, you know, we're going to have natural progression. But if we continue to shut down, you're going to have not only no progression, you have no future. Hmm. So that that's the issue, you know. Hey, so, hey um, Gio, can you just touch on again before we let him go, folks? Sure. Giovanni Frosi was just terrific. But Gio, could you touch on? You know, it's funny you said that because when I was at the the Governor Raimondo press briefing, she was using Wisconsin as an example, saying when we compare ourselves to Wisconsin, blah blah. And and again, you know, she was using the example she was using. But I said, well, instead of comparing ourselves to Wisconsin. Why don't we compare ourselves? The number one state outside of Rhode Island and New England people who go to from Rhode Island is Florida. And Florida is wide open. So instead of going back, but Gio, I think President Trump, you're right. When he said we have to learn to live, we're learning to live with the virus, that's exactly also what the governor says. That's what Cuomo says. That's he's echoing. That's exactly what we're doing when right now, children, you know, your kids, they're in school. They're there. You wash your hands, you distance. But 
Biden, you know, it's almost as if he hasn't he hasn't left the mindset of May when everyone was locked down. Because you know what else I just want to point out? How about he said last night, you know, in restaurants, we should put up plexiglass and in stores. We, Gio, they, they, yeah, we would do it at the end of April. But he's Rip Van Winkle. He's been sleeping in the basement. You're so spot on. And, and that's that's the problem, right? Is his solutions are what people already did. So if all you're going to do is clamp down further, that is going to just squeeze everybody completely out of business as opposed to solutions that have you open up so you can actually get back to having a business that's profitable and growth or at least back where you were. So when you talk about right now the adapts, adapting to the environment, that's exactly correct. And maybe I think for the listeners and for everybody, maybe this will just help. Think about World War II, right? Uh, I know sometimes I'm repetitive, but... No, 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 go ahead. Who, who I'm, my grandfather, who I'm named after, okay, my mother's father, was killed in World War II. She was three years old, okay? And when you go to her original, you know, family home and stuff, and when I remember being little, like, it was an outhouse, right? We didn't have a bathroom. These places were all bombed out, right, in southern Italy. These are places that literally, towns that are bombed out, right? And they have like a kitchen and maybe a bedroom, and they're just starting to put it back together, right? They're about 20 years after after the war, 25 years. They're starting to put everything back together. All those, all that time, at, post the actual active war, people are coming out. They're starting to get out. They're starting to rebuild. They're starting to do things. That doesn't mean there isn't still a war going on around, or there's pockets or other things. Around. People have to come out. And so what he's saying just naturally doesn't make sense. It'll hold true in World War II. It'll hold true in the Iraq War, which I was in. There's all sorts of things where people have to come out. Just staying in your house is not an answer. It just cannot be. It just cannot be. And so the complete shutdown or any shutdown or any further shutdown will never be the solution. It cannot be. I'm telling you, the state of Florida is eye-opening. Because although you can have people, remember, there's individual experiences, right? So I have friends of mine who are in the state of Florida that still have not gone outside their home, right? Mm. That's their personal choice. Yep. Me, you know, I, I gotta be honest with you, I'm hold, I like to hold off because I don't wanna, you know, show everything I'm doing, but trust me, I'm not in the house, okay? And, and the reality is it's a wide open place here. Um, it's just wide open. It's just whatever you want to do, you do. You're, it's, it's moving forward. And we will adapt. We will take care of um, and adjust to, you know, there's a huge difference between being sick and dying. Yeah. It just is. And, uh, and listen, I'm the first one that, <laughs> I'm old school, you know. I feel, uh, I, I feel you know, I'm somewhat superstitious a little bit. I'm, I'm definitely faith. And so I'm like, listen, I, I want to say something, but I don't want to get jinxed and get it. Right. Die. All right. So well, I let's want to be that guy. Yeah. But well, no, let's hold off. Lie and not tell people. Sure. You know, the reality is stay open. Be open. Yes. And if you want to be open, you have to vote for Trump. Folks, there he is. He is uh, so instrumental. He is amazing. And his uh, perspective is second to none. Our friend Giovanni Ferrosi. Gio, I can't tell you. It's so good to hear your voice. Be well, my friend. Thank, uh, you. thank you. And we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, John.
Take care, everyone. Stay safe. All right, folks, there he is, Giovanni Ferrosi, who is just terrific right here on the John DePietro Show. Right now at uh, 1249. Now, next hour, we do have a guest coming up. It's going to join us um, regarding uh, the situation with the debate last night that, again, that I thought uh, was uh, just terrific, absolutely terrific last night for the president. But I also want to remind you that... um, if you are ever in an accident, bring your vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body. Let me just clarify. It's 1250. We're going to bring you the latest on the protest activity. Elmwood Avenue is becoming Elmwood Avenue near the Cranston line, folks. That It's becoming Portland. And, and it's becoming the spot because it's where the crash site is. But where there's problems is you have the bikers that go there, you have protesters go there. But the difference is, is Cranston police, they, they don't take any, Cranston police, I am so, we had Mayor Fung on yesterday who was just terrific. Um, we had the chief of police on from Cranston yesterday who was terrific. Cranston police has, Mayor Fung has a completely different approach to this anarchy than Mayor Lorza. And so there's, there's conflict. And they clear the street and leave or you're going to be arrested. So as much of all this protesting and everything else, that, that's really where the rubber's meeting the road. I believe that the Providence police are going to start to change their Providence police. Why, why, why are you always sitting back waiting for them to come to you? I think Providence police is going to be on the offensive, as they should be. And I want also to be very clear. This has nothing to do with I don't think I have to say this, but I'll say it again. Uh. Listen, Commissioner Perry is very professional to me. I've known him a long time. Uh, I respect him. Um, I treat people how they treat me. He always treats me very well. The chief of police, Hugh Clemens, is just terrific. And then his squad, as I was saying yesterday, Verdi, number two, right? Major David LaPeyton is phenomenal. Uh, Major Lepre is incredible. Captain O'Hara is terrific. There are so many good Providence police men and women. And I support them, but they, Cranston has a different policy than Providence. Cranston police, they, they go on the offensive. They have zero tolerance, and it's refreshing, and that's where it's kind of the conflict. But again, I want to remind you, if you're ever in an accident, now right now, it's a Friday afternoon, it's 1252. Good afternoon. It's the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I should mention DePietro.com, which is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, 24-hour emergency service difference. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, um, on the website, I mean, I have a lot of the video that you can see. And I, I also want to be very clear. So there, there was a member of the media, and this is important to know at 1252. And again, good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live who's just been terrific. Those, by the way, on Facebook Live, you can be a supporter of the Facebook page. And that helps us put out a better product on Facebook Live. Just click on the supporter button on the page. I, I'm not positive. I think it's a buck a month. So, and you may say, What's, what difference is that? Well, right now, between now and 1 o'clock, if 100 people pledged a buck a month, 
suddenly we have an extra $100 that we can use for better equipment. And we want to get drones. And as many of you know, I have had to hire extra security because of when they were Antifa was chanting my name on Federal Hill that night. That means they're telegraphing that that is a target. And so I'm not what am I going to do? What am I going to ignore it? I have two options. I could either be a Biden and hide in the basement or no, they're not going to stop me. But remember, the media said, you know, sometimes you come off like you're on the side of the police. Yes. Good. I hope it does. Good. Yes, I am. Side of the police compared to what? The dirt bags that are throwing rocks and bottles of urine at them and fireworks. You know, let me let me also be very clear. After 9-11, I had no problem wearing a flag pin. People, well, you know, you got to look at both sides. No, excuse me. After 9-11, you had us, right? The Americans, freedom, the American flag, which I believe in and support. And then you had terrorism. This is domestic terrorists. This is urban terrorism. They're menacing. Their goal is anarchy and destruction. So um, remember the print media said, you seem like you're on side of the police. Because I am. 100%. This is, they're not protesters. They're wearing both hats. Governor Mundo, well, you know, I think protests are great. Really? Protests, shields, clubs, bottles of urine, Antifa urine that they throw and smash at the police, firecrackers, rocks, smashing things. Really? Those are protesters? I don't remember hearing about Martin Luther King throwing bottles of urine at people. No, these are the dregs of society. They're anarchists. What, who was next to me? Who was next to me at the safety complex? In Tifa lawyer had right there. Case one of them gets arrested. They have the black helmets. So am I going to stop going? No. I went to Cranston Surplus Provision. Support them, by the way. Pontiac Avenue. We've got people step forward. No, no. Are you crazy? Because I was there. <coughs> they were able to prosecute one of the lead members of Antifa out there. No, no. Let me explain something. I'm going to go out more. One of the uh, uh, print people who basically is almost, I think, almost like a um, uh, in-house journalist for a lot of the anarchists. The other, you know, it's comical, folks. Like, so much is happening. So much is being said. I, like, brush so much of it off. Oh, you seem like you're siding with the police. Oh, yeah, good. I hope so. No kidding. Wow. Let me check your vision there, Helen Keller. Does it really seem that way? As opposed to what? Oh, are you on the side of the person throwing the firecrackers and throwing the bottles of urine and smashing things that want to stomp on the flag and break windows and destroy? Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm on that side. Folks, what Cranston Police showed was... Mayor Lawrence in the very beginning of the summer, if this were Mayor DePietro, Mayor of Providence, oh, no, no. Providence police at the foot of Federal Hill. Guess what? Screw. You're not coming up here. No, this zone's protected. Go protest over there. Go protest in South Providence all you want. No, no, you're not coming up here. Too bad. But it, it, ludicrous. Ludicrous. No, they're not. That's not. I don't remember Martin Luther King, as I said. These people have a method of destruction. So and, 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 and I will do whatever I have to do. And again, I never thought I'd be out there. You know, there I am in a helmet and a vest. And now we have to. Have, well, they already, you know, damaged my vision in the summertime with the laser. Um, I take all the necessary precautions and I, I have people, thank God, that are looking out for my safety. And I certainly appreciate it. 
and I'm supportive of it. But no, I, I feel more determined than ever to be out there based on that. And, and the law, I side with law enforcement. If we're picking sides, we know what side they're on. And so let everyone know. I don't shy away. Good. I should hope it shows that I side with them as opposed to what? They have no message. Not, what are they protesting? They're destroying things. They're destruction. And speaking of destruction, if your vehicle is ever in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. The original, the best, 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, West Fountain Auto Body. Kenny, Patricia, they'll repair your vehicle, put it back on the road. If someone damaged your car, small dent to a nearly total vehicle, bring it to West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. I'll tell you someone else who I think is just like... Well, maybe I shouldn't, but, oh, I know. One of the television people was saying, you know, you do what you want, but for what it's worth, I don't see the other talk hosts out here as if it's like a bad thing that I'm out there. I'm like, what, what is that supposed to Do you want me to follow them? The cackle? You want me to follow that crowd? Matt Allen lives in Massachusetts. Matt Allen hasn't even been to Rhode Island. Matt Allen would never go to this stuff. He couldn't fight his punch his way out of a paper bag. Matt Allen, he doesn't go to this type of stuff. Pork boy? He could go off the air, no one would even know. The cackle? These people don't even go to the Ramundo briefing. Do you think they're going to be out there at 1130 at night in the middle of a war zone? Well, all I'm saying, like it's a negative. That I, yeah, too bad. You know why? Because they want to control the narrative. They want to say the police used the pepper spray on the protesters. They want to control the narrative. And it's not going to happen. No way. Not going to happen. All right. Next hour, radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen at the website, dipetro.com. We have another big hour to go. And uh, Facebook Live people, again, click on the radio. I will be out on the streets. We're going to be out all weekend. We're going to cover this. Uh, It's Sean DePetro. Here's what we're going to do. One o'clock news. And then another full hour. The power hour is next. I have other info you don't want to miss. The website is exploding right now. That Providence Journal story is a blanking disgrace. And uh, that uh, the, the Bill Clowntown or whatever he calls himself. The, these people are uh, ridiculous. Their position in protecting these. They're criminals is what they are. It's one.